Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie, All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. This dad refused to buy food for a pet gecko, eventually leading to its death. This is why entitled parents do not deserve pets. My dad refused to buy food and starved our pet gecko. This childhood memory still keeps me up at night, which is why I'm currently up at 4 a.m. writing this. When I was around 13 years old, my dad bought my brother a leopard gecko for his 14th birthday. He wanted him to take care of the gecko to teach him a lesson in responsibility. Therefore, the duty of cleaning up after him and feeding the animal was left to my brother. At first, my dad bought some cups of mealworms for our gecko. But after a few months, he began to say that was my brother's responsibility. My brother worked at a fast food restaurant one day a week for a few hours. So he did have some income, but not much. He said that he didn't make enough money to buy the gecko food every week. Our dad also wouldn't drive him. So he had to take a bus to get to the pet store which I guess further complicated things for him. Our gecko lived in the basement in my brother's room and would go weeks at a time without his mealworms. In my desperate attempt to help the animal, I would go outside myself and try to catch bugs for him. I tried to find worms in the dirt, but the dirt in our yard was hard and I was never able to find any. We had a box elder tree that always had a good supply of box elder bugs, so I'd give him those. He ate them at first, but after a while, he didn't show them any interest. I would have tried to buy worms for the poor guy, but I didn't have any income because I was too young to get a job. Remember guys, the OP is 13 at this time and their brother is just 14. Sometimes I would scrounge up some change, but I usually had to use this to buy reduced fare lunch at school. My dad at this time also stopped stocking the house with food. So my brother and I, in addition to the lizard, were starving. We went through all the canned food and dry staples that we had. And once we got through that, we would beg our dad to get groceries. My dad would get really angry and scream at us that there was plenty of food in the house. We just needed to stop being lazy and cook it. One night, he brought home a bag of maize flour to make a point of encouraging us to cook. I made some corn tortillas out of it a few times, but they weren't the best because I had nothing to eat with them. I wouldn't eat anything typically on the weekends when I didn't have school. And then during the week, I could purchase a meal of two tacos and a cup of rice for about $1.20. That was my one meal a day. Anyway, I felt like my dad was turning a blind eye to the fact that we had a starving lizard in our basement. So I decided to move the enclosure to our kitchen. That way, he'd have to see the lizard every day. I thought if he could see the lizard every day, he would feel bad and start buying him food. Well, this did not happen. Eventually, the gecko took a turn for the worst. He stopped eating the box elder bugs and started sleeping in his water bowl. At the very last minute, when it seemed clear that this animal was going to die, my dad went to the pet store and grabbed some things for him. He fed the gecko some white paste stuff that was supposed to help him, but of course, the gecko was way too far gone at this point. He died. Once he died, my dad said he was disappointed in my brother for not taking care of him. 
I'm still traumatized by what happened. I feel an immense amount of guilt for not being able to do more. I wish I tried to advertise the gecko online and sell him to someone who would take care of him. I wish I tried harder to find bugs for him to eat. I wish I tried to take him back to the pet store and ask them to take care of him. I wish I thought of calling the Humane Society and surrendering the gecko. I worry that the box elder bugs I gave the gecko may have hurt him because I read that outside bugs can have mites and parasites. I also worry that moving the gecko from the basement to the kitchen may have put him in an environment that was too cold for him, since the basement stayed warmer. I looked up all the essentials when it comes to taking care of a gecko, and I feel awful about the enclosure my dad had for him. He only had a small heating pad on the side of the tank to keep him warm, and I'm sure that didn't keep the temperature high enough for him. I always feel sad now when I see geckos. Rest in peace, Steve. I'm so sorry for the life my family took from you. You deserved so much better. Honestly, guys, stories like this are just so sad to read because I don't know how old OP is. They don't mention it in the story, but to feel this way still, to feel this guilty so many years later, probably, when really none of this was your fault at all. I can say that as somebody objective looking at this from afar. This is all the fault of your dad. Like, you feeling guilt is such a shame because you tried your very best. Like, you know, you did everything that you could think of at the time. You even went outside to find bugs yourself dig for bugs for your gecko now that's an insane level of commitment someone that your dad clearly didn't show and the fact that you feel guilty about it is just sad because really you shouldn't none of this is your fault at all i mean the terrible thing about this is that it's not just the animal that was getting rejected it was you and your brother as well you tried your best as your brother did as well to look after the animal but ultimately when a dad isn't even buying their own kids food yeah they're probably not in the best position to look after an animal either that is mental i hope that you know some sort of repercussions came against your dad or at least they can do subsequently because not looking after your kids and their pet like that is crazy what i would say though is instead of being cruel and hardened like your dad it's good that it sounds like you're an empathetic and loving person op and you have none of your horrible father's qualities that's at least one positive to come from this if there are any at all my god your dad though what a terrible terrible bloke now moving on to our next entitled parents post karen begs me to look after her cats and then claims to have moved on when the cats need medical attention. Last year, Karen, a 70-year-old woman, approaches me on Facebook and asks if I would take her cats and look after them. She was going to live in a camper van with her husband after she became very wealthy with Bitcoin and didn't want to stress the cats out by taking them traveling around Europe. She'd rescued them like a week before they decided to go on the road and they'd been in a cattery for the last five months being looked after by someone else. When she delivered the cats to our farm, she made a huge fuss. Despite sending her photos beforehand, she absolutely refused to put the cats in the enclosure we had prepared for them to stay in for the first few weeks. Nothing else was good enough either. Our dogs were too big, the house was too small, there were no streetlights, we live in the country, etc. I grey rocked her the whole time, successfully put the cats in their new home and calmed her down. She had an entire car boot full of brand new cat accessories, like little harnesses and weird outfits. Farm cats don't wear tutus. And she cheered up a bit when we made the right noises, despite the ridiculousness. Then her husband turned up in the camper van that looked like the tour bus of a major rock band. It was huge and fancy. At this moment, she suddenly turned up the volume and started wailing and crying for her poor kitty babies. And her husband was pandering to her the whole time, wiping away the tears with his hands and supporting her as she half collapsed on the driveway. Eventually, they leave. 
and the next morning they're posting pictures of themselves sipping champagne at the beach over the next few months we regularly send updates to karen with cute pictures of the cats and she always replies about how grateful she is that we're looking after them but she never writes to us to ask us how they're doing even when our area is hit by a natural disaster at some point she plans to visit them but it rained So despite coming all the way to our remote town, she just kept driving. Whenever we posted pictures of the cats on Facebook, she would always comment about her cats. Last month, I wrote to her and said that the cats were doing well, but that they were suffering the cold a bit and spending all day on the couch by the fire. She replied with instructions that I should be keeping them warmer and make sure that I'm looking after them. I gave a non-committal response yesterday i wrote to karen to tell her that one of the cats was critically ill after being sideswiped by a tractor i've been up all night keeping her alive and now she was at the vets awaiting life-saving surgery next thing my phone's blowing up it's karen's husband screaming down the line asking me what exactly are you getting out of upsetting karen all the time with your messages i tried to answer but obviously he hadn't called to listen He proceeded to tell me that I was a sadist, a bully, and an abuser, and that Karen had given us the cats. So why am I upsetting her with these messages when she's moved on? I apologize for any offense given and try to explain that I only thought she would want to know since they were her cats originally and she loves them so much. His answer to that was to demand I delete Karen's number from my phone and never contact her again because she wasn't interested and not to give any more updates on the cats i said okay sorry i'll no longer contact you about the cats and then he hung up three hours later i get a message from karen all about how terrible this is for her she can't cope with the thought of the cat being ill and it's not her husband's fault for shouting he's just trying to protect her from this unbearable pain i told her i thought it was really unkind of her husband to shout at me since i'm in the middle of a pet crisis and i was only trying to do the right thing by keeping her informed she called me a selfish prick hung up and blocked me straight away Unfortunately, I didn't get the chance to tell her that since the cats are still legally registered in her name She is liable for their expenses and that the vet scanned the chip as soon as we arrived We often bring in stray animals So he knows that not every animal we bring in belongs to us and it was her name that came up I guess we'll cross that bridge later in the meantime The cat is doing well and we hope that she lives because she's part of our family and we certainly haven't moved on Hey everyone, I've been on the go recently. Phoenix, Kansas City, Chicago. If you're like me and have a home but aren't always at home, you have an Airbnb. Hosting your home or a spare room is a very practical side hustle. If you live in a big game town, you can Airbnb your place for fans to stay in. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Now, look, guys, some of you may know better than me what's probably going on here. Does OP run some sort of animal farm that looks after just pets in general? Probably. I don't really know. I assume that's what's going on. But anyway, the fact that it seems like you've taken in Karen's two cats for free, OP, are looking after them completely for free while she's off gallivanting with her husband doing whatever knows. Probably something very naughty, uh, I imagine, is one thing. 
Right, that's nice enough. Uh, it's actually kind of insane that you're doing that. But fair play, it's for the good of the animals. I rate it highly. But then, when she says, no, you know what? I no longer care about them. Just keep them. And also, oh, it's such a pain that, you know, one of them got hit by a tractor. Don't care about the medical bills, though. You can deal with that. Like their food and, you know, their housing, everything. Yeah, you deal with all of that. It's embarrassing. I don't get it. You know what's good, though? The fact that she is going to be hit by this bill. I imagine for life-saving surgery for a cat, it's going to be quite an extensive one as well. So, uh, yeah, look forward to that. But then again, if she has made a lot of money through Bitcoin, she probably won't care. An interesting story. And again, this is why entitled people and entitled parents should not be allowed pets in the first place. They're a disgrace. Anyway, guys, that is going to do it for this episode of r slash entitled parents. Really hope you enjoyed it. If you did and you want more from me right away, please check out more on screen right there. If you are new to the channel, make sure to hit this button and subscribe. And if you didn't already know, I post these videos as podcasts over on these two platforms down here. So check them out. Give me a follow. I'd appreciate it. Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie, All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu.